With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wow. Woo. Man, that is the production value you get with ad-free shows and podcast heat. Welcome to Rumor and Innuendo, everybody. I am House of Wrestling's Nick Houseman. And I'm House of Carpalis's Robert Carpalis. And if you are not watching us live on YouTube or X, you missed a hell of a countdown. Lord X Supa said, we got a countdown. It's got <laughs> jazzy music. It counts down from 59 to zero. It's like the Royal Rumble every day super fired up about that fired up to be here nick how are you oh man i am feeling so good that is the i think the third time i've watched that countdown video uh this morning because it just i love it so much thank you to chris mcdonald over at ad free shows you did a wonderful job all right we got a lot to get to here today it is a mixed bag of news uh first of all before we get to all the news i want to congratulate blair davenport Riley Osborne, two people from NXT that got engaged. They made their engagement public yesterday. Congratulations to the happy couple. As two married men, marriage is great. Marriage is great, and wrestling marriages always end well. So oh good luck to both of you. I'm sure right. that this story won't come up again in a couple of years. WWE creative-ish, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we have on the show here today, we're going to talk uh, all about Matt Riddle's future, AEW injuries, Bray Wyatt's family being taken care of by WWE. Uh, something called Fast Heat, or Fast, I'm sorry, Fast Meat was stolen. We will talk about Fast Meat later in the show, and, and we will also talk about the NXT year-end awards. Um, now, be- I also before- also pointing out Joe A's comment, can't wait to talk Billy Corgan and the NWA today. Joe, we'll try to make it happen as best as we can. Thanks for watching. I have to believe that's NWA star Joe Alonzo. No proof. Can't confirm that. Um, all right. Uh, I Before we get to everything I just talked about, I, watch, uh, I watched NXT this morning. Didn't watch it last night. It was a pre-tape. I kind of knew it was going to happen. But I wanted to see this Ilya Dragunov uh, main event spot or whatever with Ridge Holland. And 
they really went for it. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's just fresh on my mind. And I wanted to bring it up because it's very, it's like everything in that AEW thing where they're like, don't do the concussion cells. Don't do things that could be, it's like all there, but it's so obviously a work. It's, um, it's an interest. It's interesting. I, I know it's not for everyone. Uh, I don't even know that I'm necessarily a huge fan of it, but uh, they really just, they just went for it, Robert. Like it felt like an injury for real. You know, I don't know what the, what the point of it was. I have not seen the footage yet. I have not had a chance to watch NXT had a busy morning doing the, the real life job, but right. we talked about it a week before. And I said, my, my issue, my concern with this was given what happened with Ridge Holland and Biggie and all the negativity that surrounded that, I was concerned about turning it into an angle and at the very least reminding people, oh yeah, Ridge Holland was part of a really catastrophic moment. This would be like WWE recreating the D'Lo Brown draws injury as a storyline and thinking this was a smart idea. And my, my last thing on this is it's such a strange decision because NXT has had a lot of great momentum of late. You didn't need the shock tactic. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know exactly why they do it or did it. A New Year's Evil is around the corner. We'll probably get some time with Shawn Michaels. Um, spoiler, that uh, that's probably top of my list of questions to ask right now and find out, you know, why did they do this angle? But man, they went for it. So I would definitely check it in for at the very least to see what it is they did there. Um, now, another big story today is a story that's going to be breaking tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is going to be 90 days since the September releases. I believe it was the September 17th releases. There's going to be about 18 WWE stars, I believe, that will become free agents uh, as of tomorrow. Mustafa Ali, uh, Nick Nemeth, uh, formerly Dolph Ziggler, and Matt Riddle. Now, Matt Riddle caught up with MMA Junkie on some kind of press event i don't really know where this happened but it's a video and it's matt talking he leaves the door open to a possible ufc return uh he teases 2024 is gonna be a big year for him and uh of the other stories going around about matt there's this wrestling observer story the tna may have earmarked um a large sum of money to try to bring in a big name potentially one of the names that i've uh, mentioned here today so let's start with matt here um what do you think about Matt Riddle's future uh, going into 2024. What do you think it looks like? It's kind of a, a mixed bag here. I think Riddle was a, a risk for the WWE in the position that they put him in on television because prior to coming to WWE and during his time at NXT, there were some allegations that had come out about Riddle. Obviously, different kind of rumor and innuendo you don't want to go down that path of. It was clear that WWE vetted it in such a way to say, we can go forward with this guy. But when you're dealing with talent, and we just saw this in the Marvel Disney world with Jonathan Majors, where the person and the character are inextricably linked. And if you're going to put somebody front and center and make them a major star, put them in position to be a champion, you need to be able to trust that the person behind the persona is not going to do something reckless and cause an issue. And unfortunately, some of Riddle's behavior was slightly erratic and made WWE think, you know what? Maybe he's not the guy that we as a globally publicly traded company should be putting front and center right now. Left the door open if he's able to go forward. I don't see what? Riddle fitting into the AEW landscape because AEW is a bit of a, a, a rocky situation right now with a lot of their personalities backstage. TNA 
is a great fit for Riddle because it's a place for him to show I'm good. I'm ready to do business. I'm ready to be a professional going forward. I'm someone you can rely on. And TNA sneakily has a lot of really good talent. So you can get a lot of really fun Matt Riddle matches and a chance for him to show, hey, I'm the guy that you can give the ball to going forward. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of, I, I just, I think Tony's going to, I think Tony's going to grab him. I, I think AEW is the bigger spot. Look, Matt's going to go somewhere where he's going to get some money. Rather, whatever, however you feel about Matt, because Robert is right. There were allegations against Matt. There was a settlement that he had with Candy Cartwright and WWE again decided to go forward with this guy. Slightly erratic behavior, maybe an understa- understatement, but maybe by wrestling standards, who knows? Uh, he was spotted at an airport terminal i believe uh grabbing the microphone and talking a couple weeks like before he was let go a weird whole situation there so there was drip 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 a lot of stuff with matt riddle um but even with that there's a draw right there's a there's an allure there he'll wind up maybe in a bet i don't know what bellator looks like these days maybe dana will take him back right who knows um i mean it'd be interesting with the tko thing but with tony khan what do we know about tony Tony loves big names. He likes to smoke weed. We know that. Big Swole's talked about it. Tony loves smoking weed, right? I think I think that, you know, look, they brought Ric Flair in, right? I think Matt Riddle will be just fine. I think that Matt, I, I get the vibe uh, that, that Matt will, will be in All Elite Wrestling, but I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see. I don't see them letting Riddle and Flair into the same airport. I think that's a bad idea on the part of AEW, but that's just me. I don't know that they want to take the risk necessarily with Riddle. I think TNA is a safer bet. And if TNA is freeing up money, because at one point they were talking about making a lucrative offer to your close personal friend, CM Punk. So they yeah. clearly freed up some <laughs> capital and he would be a big name with this rebrand into TNA and say, look who we got. And there's other wrestlers they can also bring in to be a company pieces with Riddle. My, my concern is, Scott Demore, when he said we're looking to sign someone, they're saying it's this big game-changing kind of signing, a huge signing. And of the folks released, I feel like Riddle is the only one that fits that particular description. I, I don't know, Ali. Ali's got Ali's got a story, man. Ali's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Dolph Ziggler, right? Nick Nimeth. Nick Nimeth is like a former WWE champion. That's not yeah. something Matt Riddle can boast. You know, right? Nick Nimeth would be. And look. Nick's working CML or not CML. He's working um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I'm trying to think of this. Uh, uh, anyway, World Wrestling Council, WWC. WWC. Uh, yes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think I think Matt fits the landscape of AEW. I think Tony won't be able to help himself. I think Matt's a big pickup at a time when Tony is trying to swoo, uh, you know, sway people to put more money into AEW from a television rights perspective. And I will say too, that one of the reasons I think TNA may have this money earmarked uh, to bring in a big star is because I am still of the belief that they are out there looking possibly for another home outside of access TV and a big name, just like with Tony Khan, them acquiring a big name that they can hang their hat on and go out to other channels with and say, Hey, look, you know, we've, we've got, we got Dolph Ziggler in the mix now. I, I, I just I don't know. I think Matt the my vibe Matt Riddle winds up in, in AEW. I could be wrong. The only reason I think that AEW might want to go snag Riddle right now is the unexpected loss of Kenny Omega, and he is yeah. such a big name. Riddle could fill that that void a little bit 
but I don't know that Tony continues to want to be the, the, the guy who's as soon as someone leaves WWE, I'm going to go get him because that was TNA's folly for years. I think Riddle just, he's the vibe of a lot of AEW fans, right? He's just this kind of like, I don't know. There's like a kind of above it all uh, that they're just kind of doing their thing. Um, I think Riddle will fit it fine. I, I think that he'd be a, bi- a, a big get there for them personally, but we see Nubin Co here saying he agrees that with Robert, uh, I think TNA is the best fit for Matt Riddle. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here with Matt. Um, I, I it do, is and, still... and having worked with Matt before, I think that uh, a TNA environment, a much more relaxed taping schedule will do him a world of good. I, and look, we still don't know what's going on with this AEW Devils thing. Now that all these big names are coming available on the market at the same time, you got a pay-per-view 10 days away. I mean... Is this like, uh, who knows, right? Who knows? Do I look? Okay, here's the here's the creative brain part of me that just it made me laugh. The idea that you have the devil on screen and Riddle, who's high as a kite, walks by and just goes, "Oh, hey, Max," and just blows the whole angle. That's the payoff that I'm really hoping for. I mean, but that's it, you know. Riddle, Nemeth, Ali. You know, this could be Retribution 2.0 for for Mustafa. I don't, I don't know. There's just so many things there, right? A lot of questions. Um, the week after Christmas or the, the top of the year is going to be a very interesting time. Uh, definitely for sure. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, well, one thing that caught a lot of attention uh, yesterday was a appearance by Mike Rotunda on the Wrestling Talk podcast, where he mentioned that the WWE has put Bray Wyatt under a Legends deal so that his family will continue to be taken care of uh, even as he is no longer around. Obviously, that means action figures, T-shirts, video game appearances, the whole thing. Uh, a really nice gesture here, a good thing uh, on WWE's part. I mean, it's, yes, it's it's a, it's a lovely story. It's a great feel-good Christmas time story. It's not entirely an altruistic story from WWE's perspective because the Bray Wyatt character was such a huge merchandise mover for them. Uh-huh. So the ability to continue to make T-shirts and action figures and include them in the video game and preserve his legacy is a mutually beneficial situation for the Rotunda family and for the WWE. Yes, this is them doing the right thing, but at the same time, they're doing the right thing in a way where everyone's going to hopefully make a boatload of money. And now you'll feel good about buying Bray Wyatt merchandise because you know where those funds are going. Part of those funds are going. Part of of those funds. Yes, thank you. Part of those funds are going right again. It's not totally clear, but yes, yeah, good for both both sides in this situation. Well, uh, our good friend WrestleVotes reporting that on the heels of major success with the NFL and releasing commemorative championship titles of each team, the WWE and NHL have a deal in place to do the same, and we should expect NHL championship titles to be available through Fanatics sometime in the new year. New uh, NHLs. Now, I, I know that this this story per perked your particular interest since you have a uh, history of working in the hockey business. 
Yes, I was uh, former associate general counsel of the Florida Panthers, which is a real hockey team, believe it or not. Um, but uh, actually, they, they made it to the Stanley Cup. I can't keep making the jokes that that we were basically like the MLW of hockey. But uh, wow. well, if you've seen our attendance, if you see all their attendance, we're, they're basically the rampage of hockey. But I like the story for a couple of reasons. One, I love WWE expanding its footprint in the sports world with getting these these IP pieces, uh, bringing the NFL in. I think they did the Big 12 championship. I, as a, a Florida Gator, would love a Gators title. I think they're unique collectible items, and it's helped mainstream wrestling in a lot of ways. The, the championships that they would give out when teams would win the Super Bowl or the World Series, at first it was kind of a unique novelty, but then you had that picture of Patrick Mahomes wearing the WWE title with the, with the chiefs logo on it all over the place after they won the championship. Like it has become an iconic piece of sports. And I think WWE figuring out a way to maximize their IP properties is a fantastic situation. The NHL of the big four, very much the number four, but when they go into a lot of these towns, the way they've been able to promote the NFL titles there's a lot of cities that don't have NFL properties, especially up in Canada. Those NHL titles are going to sell huge, especially up in on the, the Canada region. I hope that Bret Hart gets the Calgary Flames title and they somehow find a way of screwing him out of it. Yeah, and you know, it's they're really leaning in with the custom titles. Declan McMahon, Shane McMahon's son. Uh, I don't know if people have seen the photos of like his they made a custom belt for his college team that I guess custom the title, was, Nick. They made a custom title for him. A belt holds up your pants, you fan. I apologize to the WWE creative-ish team. Um, the title, the uh, custom title that Declan McMahon carries around. Uh, it looks good, right? And it's hip. You know, is this a thing, you know, this new generation will come up with? You know, having these custom titles associated uh, with their sports leagues and stuff. It's a great market and a very... Uh, uh, it's a great because the return on belts, when you sell a belt, you get a lot more back than when you sell a t-shirt. So the belt business, good business to be in. Yeah. I not, think this is not, a cool opportunity. Sorry, Title business, the, not the Thank belt you. business, the title business is a good business to be in. No, no. When, when people buy them online, those are, those are belts. If you buy it from the WWE, you're buying a custom title. This is where we get our WWE shop sponsorship. That's, that's what I'm angling after we're already praising Declan McMahon. We're, we're, we're basically WWE shills right now. We should be getting a little, a little cut of that, but the, the oh. titles should be pretty cool. Even if it's going to have uh, NHL logos on there. Well, speaking of sponsorship, the good people at Slim Jim are dealing with a conundrum right now. They put out an official press release announcing that their custom race car, which they have dubbed fast meat. <laughs> I'm sorry fast meat and if you have fast meat go to bluechew.com and uh, no, that would have been it that would have been the in our friends at ad free shows are listening here we, we're going to start cranking those out for real but there you right. go uh okay. fast meat blue chew sorry fast get meat. back to this important news story fast meat has been stolen fast My meat God. has been stolen i repeat it now this press release got a lot of attention yesterday. I have no idea why. Maybe because everybody wanted to put fast meat in the headline, right? Great thing to put into the headline. So uh, fast meat is no longer in the possession of Slim Jim. Very official. People concerned. Where's fast meat? Uh, color me suspicious here. 
But this feels like a giant work to me, Robert. I, I think since it's a press release, this is all going to build to whoever it is that stole fast meat being revealed. Yeet that fast meat, says the Texas Leprechaun. Amen. So I thought it was potentially a work, but I actually read the press release. And at the tail end of the press release, it says, if you have any information on where this vehicle is, contact the LAPD. And if you are flooding a police department because this is a PR scam, you're going to get sued. You're going to get shut down. But in all honesty, this is the biggest vehicle related Slim Jim tragedy since Randy Savage passed away. Oh, my God. Look, I'm just saying L.A. night. WrestleMania season, Rumble season comes around. Clock kids clicks down, just like our countdown clock before the show. Down to the ring, and fast meat comes L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight, the Slim Jim guy. He's been behind the heist. I know because the LAPD is not list, is listed that that's probably not going to happen. But great angle. I turn this into something on the other side. Didn't they do something where like some uh, like Snoop Dogs? fake title got stolen and it was it was all a work i feel like this was a story a couple months ago he had like a gold wwe title that was supposedly stolen but it wasn't real yes as opposed to jericho's title being stolen outside a longhorn yes that's right that's right um well wwe nxt which i started the show talking about with this Ilya dragon off ridge holland ankle uh they have released their annual year-end awards now we won't look at all of them here we're just going to look at the top male and female superstars in the vote actually we could do moment of the year too but we'll do the male vote here so the male superstars nominated for nxt male superstar of the year are Ilya dragunov carmelo hayes trick williams broad breaker wesley dijack dragon lee baron corbin nathan frazier and axiom um who do you think was the nxt male superstar of the year robert uh, yeah, that's a tough one because I feel like Braun Breaker has just become so synonymous with the NXT brand for the last couple of years. But Carmelo Hayes, every time he's been out there, has really elevated his game. I think he's stolen the show a lot. And I think that he is most likely going to get bumped up to the main roster sometime next year. So I would say that they'll probably give it to Carmelo. Right. I would think, well, it's a, it's a vote. Fans can vote on the poll, so I don't. I don't know. This is handpicked. And I'm by sure WWE. it's a shoot vote. I'm sure it is a. Compl- that is the weird thing about WWE. They believe in shoot votes. I remember when it was Taboo Tuesday, Cyber Sunday. Those would be real, and we're like, this is the one thing we can't rig. This is, is the one thing we're maintaining integrity. So I got so so just to deviate for a moment here. So do you have? Do they have backup plans like creatively if the match? winds up not being the one that they kind of directed everyone to vote for, or is it not even like a thought through? Yeah, no, but for the most part, your choices are usually like you can vote for a false count anywhere match, a steel cage match or a TLC match. So it's, it's three variations on basically the same thing. You have the cage already built. Um, They're, they're going to skew you in a direction of where they want you to go. So they're really trying to game the system. It's usually the weird ones when it's like, pick one of the three. And then you just hope that no matter what it is, like choose your own adventure, you're still going to get to the same destination at the end. Okay, got it. Wonderful. Just a little, just curious. Um, so you there's can a go, reason they don't do these anymore. Okay, you could go cast your own vote 
a legit vote, shoot vote over on WWE.com. But I agree, Robert. I think Carmelo Hayes will win even, even if it's not rigged by the WWE. I think the fans are here from him. This is a great year for Carmelo. They teased him in the U.S. title picture over on SmackDown. He's embroiled in the most buzzed about program in NXT, which has to be the Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, who's attacking who kind of situation right now. Um, so my money goes to Carmelo with a most improved to Trick Williams, um, who has really stepped up in the last couple months in a way that I didn't even really see coming, to be, to yeah, be honest. That, that guy is why NXT is what it is. You never know who's going to find their footing when they're going to get hot. And the crowd has latched on to trick Williams. He has risen to the occasion and it's a lot of fun to watch. Now on the female superstar of the year side, we have Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton, Tia Hale, Kiana James, Lyra Valkyria, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, Fallon Henley, Ivy Nile and Kilani Jordan. Now my vote goes to Tiffany Stratton here just because yeah. This year was just another year of proving she's going to be the next big thing in the female WWE division. So I, I don't know who else would be in that conversation. No, she is a license to print money for the WWE. Mm -hmm. And I think they gave, I don't, I could be wrong, but I think she got a slightly different intro on NXT this week that I just thought looked really nice. So um, if we have time at the end of the show, we will get to the moment of the year category uh, over on NXT. But I did want to get to a couple AEW injury updates here. First of all, uh, Ray Phoenix was announced for a January 5th uh, prestige wrestling match against Samurai Del Sol. Uh, he has been uh, replaced with Leo Rush. Uh, there has been concern for Phoenix uh, after AEW Wrestle Dream, where he was brought out a couple minutes into his match by medics. Uh, he then dropped the international title uh, a couple weeks later to Orange Cassidy after a successful defense against Dick Jackson, for what it's worth. Um, so it looked like, from what I was seeing, that he may have thought he was close to coming back by taking the prestige booking, but just still hasn't been cleared. So just a little update there on Ray Phoenix for everybody. Looking forward to him coming back. I think he is remarkably talented. He's someone that I worked with in MLW. And when he was in AEW, someone I earmarked and said, this is a guy who could be they're Rey Mysterio in a lot of ways. He's just such a fantastic performer. My hope is when Leo Rush replaces him, he comes out with Topanga. Yes, Let's right. Strike yes. while the iron's hot, guys. Hey, hey, it is time to get them together. It's the buzziest thing. I wouldn't be shocked if those two had been shooting texts around after everything blew up yesterday, right? I'm not going to speculate on a man texting a married woman. I don't think that given <laughs> given the I don't want to get down that rumor and innuendo, Nick. They can have friends. Men can have female friends. Females can have men friends. I'm not old school, man. I'm hip. I'm with it. I'm going to break down the gender barriers. That, that that whole thing. So yesterday was blank check for you. Today is when Harry met Sally. You're, <laughs> yes, you're becoming you. like a one-man cinephile. <laughs> thank uh, you very much. I, I like it. I'll, I'll uh, take the continuity. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> hopefully Ray Phoenix will be back sooner rather than later. Very excited about that. Any other AEW news? We do have an update about CJ Perry. Uh, we did start oh, the show yesterday by uh, noting that she got a, a cut in her finger, turned into a really bad infection. She was in the hospital for 50 hours. She went to surgery yesterday. She came out. Miro said things are on the mend, had some cookies. And then she shared a video of, I think, very early today from the hospital eating some jello. She looked better, didn't have the bandage on her hand, did note she may still have to go back into another surgery today. And the reason she said she got the infection was at some point backstage at Dynamite on Wednesday, she got like a splinter in her finger. That's it. She got like a splinter in her finger, 
and it infected her finger and it became something that she said became near fatal. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, you know, another surgery, maybe. So not out of the woods yet, but definitely some positive news on whatever CJ is dealing with right now, which sounds again, very, very bad. And the lawyer brain in me goes, oh, so she got injured on the job with something that almost became fatal. Hmm. Mm. Curious. Well, Not again. I'm sure she's got smart Mark Sterling's phone number. Yeah, right. Or Stephen P. News, who's been making the round. I got to get we got to get Stephen P. News on. Have you seen this guy? No. Stephen P. News is CM Punk and Ace Steel's lawyer. And he represented them after the AEW All Out. Uh, 2022 situation um and he's been making the rounds he's been saying some things he's out there he's talking about it right now he said a couple things i think it'd be great to get him on the show don't you think just for to ask him about his name alone i want to bring this man on the show yes Stephen p news right i don't know now Would i'm you really be too hoping nervous if go ahead no no i'm hoping his i'm hoping it's Stephen p news and his slogan is you're in trouble <laughs> there it is I guess. that's the only reason that's to bring Stephen p news on but no i would love yeah. to pick that guy's brain sure yeah two lawyers sitting here me the fly on the wall fantastic um all right well uh like i said if we have uh, a little bit of time we'll go to nxt moment of the year here and uh here let me pull it up real quick and uh this was a this is a very eventful year for nxt so i wanted to see what they thought some of the moments of the year here were so we have Roxanne Perez collapsing after defeating Miko Satomura. Very memorable moment. Broad Breaker smashing Von Wagner with the steel steps. Ooh, some people thought that was real. Fallon Henley dresses up like Tiffany Stratton. A banger. Uh, the hashtag free Tony D movement. Um, we also have Trick Williams gets attacked by a mystery assailant. Lash Legend. Slams Otis. That might be my pick. Uh, Dominic Mysterio ending Wesley's historic North American title reign. JC Jane kicking Gigi Dolan through a door. Braun Breaker spearing Carmelo Hayes through a wall. The Undertaker coming to NXT. CM Punk not mentioned here. And then lastly, Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin crashing through Shawn Michaels' office wall. Um, my vote goes to the Trick Williams mystery assault because it has become such a central uh, plot point for the whole show. Uh, anything else grab you? Anything you you, you think so, it would be better? I mean, the Taker moment was fun because they, they teased it in the commercial. That was when they went head-to-head -head with AEW. And Undertaker coming out at the end just looking like, I don't, I don't want to have to be here. Let me just get <laughs> this out of the way. I didn't. He's like dressed in like his normal attire. I liked it, but I also liked that they did the moment with him and Carmelo where they did the pose at the top of the ramp after where they do the look over the shoulder and the fist up because for years, that's how we closed every broadcast. That was how we signaled mm -hmm. to the truck. We're done at the end of every show. There's usually an undertaker dark match. Whenever it was SmackDown taker walks up the ramp. He does the look behind his shoulder, puts the fist up and that's our like, go home. We can start, you know, throwing out run sheets and get the hell out of the building. So it, it was a huge moment that he even let, Carmelo do that. I thought that was uh that was really great. Um, we're gonna take a question here from Netu over on X uh to wrap things up. We did talk at the top of the show about all these names that are gonna become available. Uh we specifically were talking about Matt Riddle, 
But um, they want to know, of all the WWE releases, who has the best chance of debuting for AEW? Um, who do you uh, who do you feel, who do you get the vibe of all these free agents that are going to hit the market is most likely to wind up there? So there are three names that jump out to me. I think snagging Nick Nemeth is a no-brainer, given that his brother is there. I think he's a utility player. He's someone you can plug into any spot, and he will make the person he's wrestling with better. Mustafa Ali is... A, a bottomless talent in terms of what he can do in that ring. I think he would do a lot. And my, my dark horse, the one that I'm surprised got released and I would absolutely snag is Rick Boogs. I think mm -hmm. Boogs was a guy who has a fantastic look. He's got charisma. He's shown that he can connect with the audience. He's a guy that I would love to see in AEW. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Dana Brooke is somebody that had a great following. I'm looking at the list of names right here. Um, just to run real quick, uh, just to run down real quick, here are all 21 names that were released in se on September, or no, not all 21. Here are all oh. the names that were released on September 21st. Um, Shelton Benjamin, Mustafa Ali, uh, Aliyah Dabakato, Mace Mansoor, Rick Boogs, Dana Brooke, Quincy Elliott, Ulyssa Leon, Riddick Moss, Shanky, Top Dalla, Elias, Dolph Ziggler, and Matt Riddle. And you know what? I think the best bang for your buck of that list might be Elias, who is taken every opportunity and made it work. The fans really seem to like that guy. If he popped up, um, maybe he'd be the, the one that TNA could actually, I say, you know, he would, he's, uh, I would, if I were TNA, I'd be snagging Elias. I think Shelton Benjamin well, is going to be a huge value for your, for your dollar. Yeah, time out, time out, time out. Tony Khan loves the music stuff. He, I know he keeps talking about how he works in the music industry. He's got, you know, uh, Max out there rapping. He has bands come in. He might, I don't know. Elias might tickle Tony. <laughs> well, then hopefully they get an NDA in place. All right. That's the end of the show. We didn't have time for Billy of the NWA. I thought this was a better conversation. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Uh, come on back. But tomorrow is our Thursday show. It is our penultimate show before our big over-the-top uh, holiday special on Friday. We're going to go a little bit longer because we're going to be doing kind of a double taping so that we have some audio to release on the podcast feed on Monday. So come for a elongated show on Friday. No show live on Monday. We will be joined by the uh, from the docu-series on Netflix, Wrestlers. I keep wanting to say The Wrestlers. It's just Wrestlers. It's a horribly awkward title to just put into a sentence. I digress. Wrestler star Matt Jones is going to be joining us on Friday. You guys are going to be able to jump into the chat section, ask questions. We're talking about OVW. We'll talk about Netflix. We'll talk about anything you want to... We'll talk about whatever you want with Matt Jones here on Friday. Uh, and of course, if you like this show, uh, the best way to show your support, go to your preferred podcast platform, even if you don't listen to the show in podcast form, and leave a nice comment, leave a review, leave a five-star rating. You guys have been so great about engaging our podcast platforms Robert and I had no idea that we are the number 31 pro wrestling podcast on the iTunes charts, more than we deserve. And at one point, Robert, now that I was looking into the numbers, at one point we peaked at number 11. We were just shy of the top 10. So 2024 is going to be our year. You guys help us get there. Top 10. Also surprisingly huge in Norway. That was the big they, takeaway that you you looked at the real numbers. I looked at the one where I saw like where we were in terms of fan bases in Norway. So to all of our fans in Oslo, thanks for thanks for listening. I, I would learn how to say it Norwegian, but who's who's got that kind of time? Um, not us. Not we got to we got to wrap this sucker up. 
All right. That's it for me. I'm at Nick underscore Houseman. Go visit House of Wrestling. I'm at WWE Creative underscore ISH. So on behalf of the uh, quick to get out of here, Nick Houseman, I'm Robert Karpolis. Best of luck in your future endeavors.